traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Red Pill Tamales. It's your boy, Chingo Bling, the Ghetto Vaquero, El Rey de Four Plate, the Tamale Kingpin, the Masa Messiah. We have DJ producer Big Rob in the building. What to do, everybody? Shout out to our 200 plus patrons. And listen up, y'all. Midterm elections are around the corner. You guys are tuning in because you're obviously into this kind of stuff. Allow us to grow so that we can create more podcasts, more content. Tell a friend, please. We're on the road to a thousand patrons. When we get to that thousand, then we're going to know the power of the agents of the Tia. The TIA, the Tamal Intelligence Agency, uh, help fund the expansion of RPT Studios and, of course, just keep us going. So do us a favor. Tell a friend. If you enjoy the banter, some of the silly stuff, the the important subjects and things that we um, tackle and try to uh, chime in on, do us a favor. Tell a friend and encourage that they join. Oh, join us at patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Road to a thousand. That's it. Hashtag use hashtag road to a thousand. Hashtag road to a thousand. Hey, it's midterms. This is arguably probably the most important midterm elections we've had in a long, long, long time. Uh, before you know it, 2024 is upon us. Uh, I feel that, you know, this show will be instrumental mm-hmm. in, you know, maybe opening up some eyes. Some just people that are like, man, I don't really, uh, some of that stuff, man, it just sounds, it just goes over my head and I don't know who's who or what's what, but... I do know we're on the wrong track. What's up with this economy? Well, hey, this is the show they might want to tune into. Hell yeah. A lot of topics today, uh, but before that, let me let you know, man. I'm a stand-up comedian. I am on tour. My next stops are, pay attention, get a number two pencil, Austin, Texas. That's right. We're coming to the very blue, deep, deep blue city of Austin, the capital. I'll see you September 28th at Cap City. Comedy Club. Then we have San Antonio the following day, September 29th through October 2nd. I'm really looking forward to these weekends because you're allowed to settle in. You're able to do multiple shows. I got on. Multiple shows a day. So, uh, you know, you're able to just really get in that groove, man. You get all those repetitions in. Uh, then we have Salt Lake City, Utah, October 6th. We're going to go check up on the homeless people that they have down there near the club. Make sure they're good. Those are the Navy SEALs of the outdoor dwellers. Then we have Las Vegas, Nevada. Yep. Thea weekend, the gathering of the agents. All members of the Thea stand back, stand by. It's going to be lit. Uh, I believe Stevie Capone's coming, Giovanni, a uh, whole bunch of people. So I will see you guys in the 702. I'll be performing at Wise Guys. That'll be a nice way to cap the day. And uh, then Addison, Texas, a whole weekend, baby, November 4th through the 6th at the Improv. Sass. Also, give me ideas for next year's tour name. I, I was kind of going towards like No Apologies or something like that. Oh, we should have a contest in the Discord. Yeah, they could, they be having really good ideas out there. So um, please let me know what do you think would make for cool uh, tour merch and a tour title for next year. Yeah, speaking of, uh, let's let's start with some Discord content, actually. Let's see what they got going on in there. Uh, in the Straight Politics channel, 
Oh, the memes are always just so good. They have the AOC crying in front of Martha's Vineyard, the welcome to Martha's Vineyard. Bro, I have so many good memes that I stole from the members of the Thea in the Discord. And then I go sprinkle them on Twitter and everybody thinks I'm a genius. <laughs> Shout out to Scribe. He, uh, I know I saw earlier on my phone that he's, I don't know, responsible for maybe over 100 of the memes in there. Uh, they have the Mike Lindell's new pillowcase. It's called The Sham, and it's the pillow with the FBI logo on it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen oh, that one? Hilarious. Like, that one right there. It's called The Sham. <laughs> oh, look at that. DeSantis Airlines. What does it say under uh, DeSantis? It's kind of uh, small. Bringing the border to us? Let me see. That's hilarious, dude. Bringing the border to you. <laughs> hilarious. So many fire memes. Uh, you know, y'all know y'all could just join the Discord for a dollar. Yeah, right? I do know that. Yeah. All the feds, come on. You might as well. Might as well give us some of our tax money back. For sure. Oh, check out this meme, brother. Um, I'm about to post it right now. <laughs> this one is so funny. Jim Carrey looks like one of your white-looking Mexican aunts they call La Guera. <laughs> La Guera. Oh, my God. Why does he look so gross? Is he a lefty Larry, this guy? Uh, he recently kind of said something that was kind of red pillish. I remember people were talking about or tweeting about. But um, he's pretty pretty crazy lib for the most part. Talented ass lib too. Yeah, boy. he is, man. He was one of my favorites back in the day. The Martha's Vineyard uh, with uh, what's her name? Jill Jill Biden. She's, She's selling talk. tacos. Oh my god, <laughs> that one's Doctor uh, Jill Mark from the Cali Coast. He was just at one of your shows, I believe, right? You know what, man? He ain't say what's up, bro. Oh, I, he said he had to go. The line was too long. It was it was too much of a. Oh, you hadn't come out yet, I think, after the show or something like that. Bro, how did I not get to meet Mark? <laughs> I'm That's over here funny. in the Discord like, where you at? Where you at? Yeah, he's like, man, um, bro, I'm halfway home. Well, he went to Oxnard, and um, Victor Ortiz and his crew came to the green room, so I chopped it up with them for a little bit. Mm. Meanwhile, the manager... Okay, here's the mix-up, and this might be fucking inside baseball. All right. So normally, right, we 99% of the time, we sell VIP. Sometimes that means that the club says... Hey, no, they just get preferred seating. They're just near the stage, and that's VIP. You know, it's just going to be a couple bucks more or whatever. That, that's VIP. Other times, it's like VIP with the meet and greet, and your host has to make the announcement. Stay seated. Hey, if you got the wristband, if you're VIP, stay seated. We got a special treat for you. And then they line them up, and then they come get me. Hey, bro, they're ready. Now I come on stage, meet everybody. Hey, what's up, man? Did you have a good time? Yada, yada. And um, this particular case, it, it just seemed like a little bit of a clusterfuck where I'm like, I sent the host, Barney, right? Mm -hmm. I said, hey, Barney, uh, go find somebody from the staff and find out. Because if my wife's not there, I'm playing role manager, bro. I'm over here. Oh, where's the square? What's your code to the iPad for the cat? Yo, you guys are taking square. Fuck, where's the square thing? Hold on. What's the passcode? You know what I mean? I'm doing all these things. So I said, Barney, go find out if we're doing VIP meet and greet. Very important. That way you know what to announce and then I know where to be. He came back. He said, oh, they were just like, oh, it's whatever. It's up to Chingo. And I'm just like, oh, God. All right. I don't know then. I guess I still don't have a fucking answer. So now I'm, I'm chopping it up with Victor Ortiz and his people. Hey, man, thanks for coming, bro. How you been? Oh, man, sorry. I couldn't kick it with you when you came to Houston. Yada, yada, yada. And then the manager's like, hey, people are asking if you're going to come out for pictures. And I'm like, yeah, I was asking too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn and, it. And, uh, you know, it's just shit that happens. So my point is, Mark... I apologize, and um, I had every intention of meeting him and his people. 
Yeah, I've been at, at, at shows like that too where that happens to you. And it's just like, how is it? And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but there is so much going on, a lot of moving parts sometimes. And people are just like, uh, who, who, do they know him? Do they know? And I'm just like, I don't know. But you're in the green room after the show. I'm like, I, I'll go ask him, I guess. I don't want to fucking, you know, you just got off stage kind of thing. But it's just like, systems. Where's the system? And that's the good thing about doing weekends too. Like, let's just say Thursday night happens to be like a dress rehearsal. It's like, all right, okay, guys. There was some confusion at the end with the VIP. Um, my pet peeve is always like, I'm in there waiting and I'm ready. I've got my marker. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. I can't wait to go out there and meet people. And I do not want to keep people waiting. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Finally, I got to peek out and go up there and be like, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, they've been lined up. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> I was there. And I'm looking like the asshole. Like, he needs his time. He's fucking diva over here. He's in there snorting coke with Hunter (laughs) Biden. He's getting fucked up. He's getting drunk. Meanwhile, like, no, man. Meanwhile, it's like a glass of wine, too, if he's getting real swirly. Yeah, rarely ever. I I really can't handle two like that, dog. I start getting sleepy and shit. Yeah. Uh, I reminded Jerry Garcia that, um, because we always have this talk. He's like, Sasuke, like, yeah, I'm kind of getting over it. But he's he always has his corona on stage and everything else. And, yeah. And if the fans tempt him with a good time, like, hey, come next door to Copper Blues. He's like, all right, dick. And he's there. <laughs> and uh, we're having lunch in his hood, HP. And I was like, yeah, bro, that ship has sailed. Like, I already did all that mm. in my music days. I was like, I have no interest. Like, I can't handle it. Like, I prioritize sleep. I can't be waking up. I can't, ha- I can't be hung over the next day. It's going to fuck up everything. Yeah. And, uh, and I told him, I was like, the most buzz I've been in a long time was at Copper Blues in Phoenix after we did our show. And I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, fine. I'll join you. You twisted my arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tempt me with a good time. And he's like, yeah, you were like lightly buzzing. I was like, yeah, that's about as, that's about as intense as you get these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How much, do you know how old he is? Like how much younger he is? We're about the same age. Oh, okay. Yeah, about the same age. Oh, damn. He sure don't act like it. <laughs> But le gusta pistear. He likes a good time. I already did all that, man. That's why, like, when I got into stand-up comedy, it felt like a new chapter, a new leaf, a new chance, Mm. like uh, a second chance of, like, okay, you were kind of spinning your wheels and trying to figure out the whole music thing. Like, you're opinionated. You know, you don't like having a boss, so you kind of didn't go the route of, like, chasing a hit and making the song they want you to make and signing with them people and kissing ass and and being exclusive to one station. Um, and then and then you get this opportunity to do stand-up, and then all of a sudden it's like, fuck, dude, I get to rectify and work on all the things that I knew I should have been working on. Like, for example, uh, there's a young up-and-coming rapper from the Bay Area uh, my boy, um, he's got a new project out. God damn, bro, I'm I'm not even on a gummy, and I'm over here forgetting names. <laughs> uh, baby put, gas, put the paper down there it get, is. Get comfortable. Yeah, baby gas, right? And we're he came to my show in San Jose, and uh, and I just told him I was I forget how we got to talking. He's like, yo, this is what it was. He saw me giving tags to the host who had just came to the green room. I was like, bro, that shit's funny. I was like, maybe try some of these, see if any of this. He's like, oh, shit. The dude's like, fuck, bro. Damn, hell yeah. Thank you, bro. He's got his pencil out. He's putting in his notes. And Baby Gas is there. He's just like, he's like, yo, so like y'all still be like working on y'all show up like right before the show? And I was like, yeah, it's you're constantly editing, polishing, punching up, rearranging. He's like, damn, that's crazy. I thought y'all just go up there and just freestyle. And it's like, well, we try to make it seem like we're yeah. just freestyling. And I told him, I said, man, I said, man, some advice that I wish somebody 
had really uh i wish i would have learned in my music days it might sound obvious but like constantly work on your rap performance like mm-hmm. you want to have the best intro the best outro like some crowd participation stuff like you want it to be memorable and action-packed so if anybody does want to book me for some music shit that's the only way i'm gonna do it like if i do got to come back and you know how they be having like amanda perez you know little rob baby bash <laughs> yeah. mc magic right right like remember the 2000s <laughs> And uh, if they had me on some shit like that, yes, it'd be boots in full effect, cowboy hat in full effect, and I'm going to have to make sure my shit is just memorable. Because now on my stand-up comedy set, I end it with a segment where I'm going through a lot of raps and verses and hooks, and I'm like, remember this one? Then we hit them with this, and it's like this little music show within a comedy show. Remember a couple of years ago, it was the, uh, the Dynamo had asked you to do a performance, right? For mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, that was oh shit, man. That was, I guess, four years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. 2018, maybe 1819. Um, t- t- how did you get ready for that? I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't there, so I didn't see the performance. But how did that go? Because I don't think you had done something like that in a while, right? Or it was um, just strictly music, yeah. No, I hadn't done something like that in a while. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I had a, a DJ and um, and somewhat of a set list, you know, that was that was pretty much it. Obviously, there was no band. Uh, we might have had a DJ and then like one other instrument, like mm-hmm. a percussionist or something, just to kind of get a little bit hype. But um, I remember leading up to it though, you were like, you were like, man, I got to go over some of the songs. I got to go over the lyrics, right? I got to rehearse for the song. Like I don't just remember all these songs no, and the lyrics right away. You got to practice it. Yeah. And then in a perfect world, I should be rapping over instrumentals like the way fucking Jada Kiss and the Locks did on yeah. their verses. How'd you do it? Probably over the because I don't be having all that shit. Yeah. yeah. I just probably rapped over it. <laughs> It was cool, though. It was cool to see. And it was like, because you had the hat and everything, too. Yeah, it was cool to get paid yeah. to do that shit. <laughs> Holla. It's cool to be employed. Um, but you know what? You, you mentioned something that I don't think we've ever really talked about, and people probably are super interested in, is when you were talking about how when you started stand-up, it was kind of like an opportunity at a whole new, yes. like restarting, what would you say, like the career, like new, restarting yeah. everything, right? New oxygen, new, new leaf, new life. And it's funny how many people still don't know that you do stand-up or don't know that you've been doing it for almost like eight years? Seven, like seven, seven years. years, easy. What was that? What was the transition? How did you end up saying like, okay, this is the new leaf on life, essentially, with entertainment, like from music to like, how do you cross over? Like, you just like say, I'm done with music. I'm gonna shift over here, or I'm gonna try to do the both simultaneously. Well, I had been done with music prior to comedy. Yeah, people, I feel like I was spinning my wheels. People would try to book me for stuff, and it's like, bro, if it's gonna be janky, I already did all that. And um, thankfully, I had enough other things going on to where I was able to turn down. Just like, hey, dude, we're going to pay you X amount, bro. You're going to get on a plane. You're going to come to Omaha. And don't worry about what venue. Don't worry about the flyer. Don't worry, like, the sound system. Like, you just fucking show up and you're going to get paid. Yeah. Fuck all that. (laughs) But, you know, um, just when the comedy train started kind of moving and grooving, and it was like, okay, you're putting a set together. Oh, you got 10 minutes now. Oh, you got 15 minutes now. Or, oh, now you're rolling with these other comics that are good. Okay, now you're hosting. Oh, you busted out a character. And, you know, now you're doing this, your show structured this way. Uh, Shit, the Hotline Bling song, that parody was like fucking going viral Mm -hmm. at the time. So it was probably easier to sell tickets at that time. I don't know. Too many variables. But yeah, man, just the fact that it's like, yo, this comedy shit is lit because... For the most part, it's, I guess for me, maybe not for all comedians, but once I was able to tap into um, the improvs, like legit 
venues with just like that's what they do and it's comfortable and the fans experience is great you know what i'm saying like not like a janky music promoter it's not janky at all it's candle lit you can bring your lady and everybody's dressed nice and you get the babysitter and you're eating your steak or whatever they sell at that place and then the comedians come up and you see them there's a spotlight and the sound is good and and it's all well crafted that is the end of the teaser all right if you want the whole enchilada the full shebang that's strictly for the patrons. We're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives. All right. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. Sas. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.